0: Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit ilovescbc.org. A lot of your life we spending waiting, right? As a kid, little kid, we waited all our life to start school. Then we couldn't wait until we got out of school. Then we couldn't wait to fall in love with someone, then we couldn't wait to get married, then we couldn't wait to have kids. We spend a lot of our lives waiting. And there are many things in life that test our patience in the midst of waiting. Think about highways. You ever actually be driven, let's say through or 4 o'clock on 93 North? You need a lot of patience driving that. How about you're waiting in line on the grocery store or a supermarket? Let's say it's a holiday week so that all oh, like inside of supermarket just packed. Now you finish finished the picking up all your needing item. Now you are trying to find the right lane and look at the number of people with their cart and the number of items. Have you ever actually used your mathematical formula to try to figure out? Right? With the number of people, number of items that they had, with their age, with a factor? How many of we actually have done that? to choose the right and faster checking out online. How about doctor's appointment? How many of you really think that you needed a patient when you see a doctor at the doctor's appointment? From my experience, I, went to, I used to go to MGH. Um, when I see a doctor, I had to spare at least two to three hours because there are three phases of waiting or there are three also waiting room. When I actually walk into office, there is an outside waiting room that you have to be waiting to check yourself in. After that, you're called, you're led to the, another inside waiting room. After you're waiting for your turn, you get your vital check by the nurse. And then you're also led to into a small examination room, examining room. You wait perhaps 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes until the doctor is coming in. From my experience, I usually wait about two to three hours to be able to see my doctor, five, ten minutes. We don't like wait. We hate, in fact, wait. We are the now generation. Have you noticed that when you go to a restaurant, there are actually five different waits or five different phases of waiting. You, first of all, you wait to get a seat. Then you wait to get the menu. Then you wait to order Then you wait to get the food after you finish eating. You wait for the bill. And they have this audacity to call the guy the waiter. Without a doubt, patience is actually number one. As we are getting into the season of Advent. That God really wants you and I to have. Especially with all this COVID-19 outbreak. Perhaps the second or third wave of outbreak. As we are going through right now we've been pretty much locked up and living our life pretty much inside of our house and not being able to contact even our own relatives and families and friends for how many months right now? As you are dealing with your kids, your husband, or your wife, your sister, your brother, I'm sure you are. If not, you have already run out of your patience. That's what I want to talk about today. How we can develop God-given patience. Because the book of James, he has a lot to say about this today's short passage using the word perseverance or patience six times giving people a lifetime wisdom that they can apply. Many of you know the book of James is also called the New Testament version of the book of Proverbs. Book of Proverbs, also known as Book of Wisdom. In other words, Book of James is a New Testament version of Book of Wisdom. So I would encourage you, especially read this fifth chapter as good lessons about, you know, being patient, about how you pray. Read that and apply that to your life. Today, I entitled my message, Be Patient. In fact, can you turn to your family that's the word that you really want to say to your kids or to your spouse or to your sister. Let's do that. All right. Be patient. Be patient. That's my title. In today's passage, I believe James is giving us this unbelievable, this alive, the lifetime long lesson about when do we really need a God-given patience and why. Do we need those patience so that we can apply to our life? And the scripture today, James is saying that there are special times when you need that extra dose of patience. The first circumstance that when you really need an extra dose of patience is this. When your situation or when your circumstances are uncontrollable. When your circumstances are uncontrollable, that's when you really need your patience. Have you figured out that a lot of life is beyond your control? If not, that means you haven't lived your life long, and you will experience that in the future. Get ready for it. You cannot control many things in your life. James, in this passage, used a farmer as an example of circumstances or situations that are uncontrollable. Verse 7 says this, Be patient, then brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. Brothers and sisters, don't get into this farming business unless you got the patience. That's what James says here. Part of job description of being a farmer is you need to do a lot of waiting, right? Right? Think about that: waiting for the right season, and waiting to fertilize soils, waiting to plant, waiting to really wait that seeds start sprouting, and also waiting them to grow and waiting to harvest. There are a lot of factors in waiting when it comes to do farming. Yet more than these factors of waiting on things to do, there are also other factors. The farmer has no control over. How about weather? Rain, cloudy, sun. How about temperature? Cold and hot, heat. How about economy? How about the people that he is going to perhaps hire and doing all the work, the labor practices? You see that? There are a lot of things, a lot of factors as a farmer that he has no control over it. If you have a lot of faith, you can be a farmer. But if you don't have a lot of faith, don't be a farmer because it takes a lot of patience. You deal with a lot of uncontrollable factors, uncontrollable circumstances in life. Even in this uh, Palestinians where James is talking about, it wasn't the best farming land. So they really needed extra patience. James is using this example of farming. That's your life. You really need to be patient and learn to be patient or develop your patience. Because in your life, you have no control over it. There are a lot more factors than you think you do that are uncontrollable in your life. That's why you have to be patient. The second, second time that we have to be patient during our life is when problems are unexplainable. When problems that you're going through are unexplainable. The classic example that James is giving us in today's passage is from verse 11. It says this, you have heard of Job's perseverance. In other words, you've heard about just Job's story about his perseverance, about his you know, story of being patient. Many of you know that Joel played in the Super Bowl of suffering and he won the championship, right? He was the wealthiest man that ever lived. He had everything going for him. However, listen to this, just a little less than two day period, everything fell apart. He went bankrupt. His children all died. He got an incurable, deadly disease that really suffering, make him suffering from. You think about you have a problem? Look at Job. You had your love day? Oh, take a look at Job. He lost his family. He lost his friends. He lost his finances. He was suffering financially, physically, socially. Every kind of way that he was suffering. Even one day, his wife came to him and said, you know what, you better just Curse your God and die. Wow. God allowed Satan to take away everything in his life except his nagging wife. Right? But you know what? The worst, worst part of Job's suffering was that he had no clue. He had absolutely no idea why it was happening to him and his family. For the first 30 chapters out of 40 chapters of the book of Job, God doesn't even talk to him and tell him why it's happening. There was no apparent reason for his pain and suffering. For all people, I believe Job had the privilege to say, Why me? Why me, God? A lot of things in life, many of you have lived your life enough that we know doesn't really make any sense, right? Maybe we'll never understand on this side of heaven for the things and problems that we are going through right now. Job did not understand. However, in all of those unexplained problems that Job had, he somehow managed to keep his faith. He somehow managed to be patient. Sometimes, We just can't figure out our problems. We just need to be patient. Sometimes we just need to be faithful. That is to upon God. When the situations are uncontrollable, when the problems are unexplainable, that's when we really need patience. We really need God-given patience. Now, let me talk about three, quick three reasons why do we need to be patient patient during difficult times. Why in the word do we need to be impatient during those difficult times? And I guess here's the first reason why. Why do we have to be patient? Because God is in control in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your confusion, in the midst Of your doubt. In the midst of this uncontrollable circumstance. Or unexplainable problem. God is in control. Amen. God is in control of your circumstances. Verse 8 says this. Be patient and stand firm. Because the Lord's coming is near. Three times in this passage. James says the Lord's coming is near. Jesus is coming back. That is the ultimate prophet of God is in control. That is the ultimate reason that God is in control. Bible talks more about Jesus' second coming than it does about his first coming. God is in control. The same way that God controls on our past, the same way that God is in control in the midst of our present, God is in the control for our future. That's why we call it his story. It's his story. God's story. God was in charge. God is in charge. And God will be in charge. God got it all planned out. Everything is on schedule. Nothing is late. And it's all moving toward God's amazing plan. He's in control. Philip Jansi, one of the most profound um, theologians in our life, And he um, translates the Bible, and this is his translation for this section here. And he says this resting your heart on the ultimate certainty of God. Resting your heart, be patient. Because God is in control. Because there is a certainty of God. God is in control of your life. Though a situation may be out of your control, no circumstance is out of God's control. Amen? Although you cannot control everything that happens in your life, God can control. There is nothing that God cannot control in your life, in the life of everything, whole world. That's why. We have to be patient. That's why we can be patient as we are to trust our God. Because God is in control. Everything is working out according to his mighty plan, his perfect timing, so we can be patient. You know, God's timing is perfect. He's never late. Some of you are experiencing a real delay right now in terms of your life. But God's delays is never against His purpose. There's no actually delay in terms of God, because it's according to God's timetable, everything fits perfectly. The second reason that we have to be patient, that is because God rewards those who are willing to be patient, regardless of your circumstances. God rewards patience. Verse 11, first part says this, As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. In other words, we consider there is a blessing those who have been patient. Those who have been patient. Many of you know the second part, the second half of Job's life was more blessed than the first half. Right? God literally doubled everything that he had. It pays to be patient. There are all kinds of rewards when you learn to be patient. For example, your character grows, you get along with the people better, and you become the more happier person, and you can easily, more easily, you reach your goal. There are a lot of benefits of a being patient on this earth. But according to other passages of the Bible, It's not just on this side of the heaven, but the other side of heaven that is eternal kingdom. There is also reward when you are being patient. Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 through 12 says this. Let me read this passage for you. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. Wow. In other words, be patient when you are going through trials, when somebody inserts you, when somebody trying to, you know, persecute you. Be patient, because your reward is not on, only on this earth but also, ultimately, there is a great reward that has been in the kingdom of God in heaven. So my dear friends, when people put you down, when people criticize you, be patient because you have a, you know reason to be patient because there is going to be a reward in heaven. If you're honest with me, it is our natural tendency, right? One of the strongest desires, In life, then when you are hurt, you want to get even, right? You want to retaliate. You want to get revenge. You want to take matters into your own hands. When you get criticized, you want to criticize back. When you get insert, you want to insert back. Revenge, retaliation are the natural things. But that is the opposite of patience. And James says here in this passage that the next time when someone criticizes you, before you strike back, think about this. Is it worth giving up the reward that I'm going to have in heaven? Am I going to enjoy that a whole lot longer than the temporary pleasure of revenge? You need to be patient because God is in control and He is also going to give you rewards for your presence here on earth as well as here in the kingdom of God. The last reason that you have to be patient is because God is working things out. We can be patient because we are entrusting that regardless of our circumstances, if we put our faith upon him, if we be patient as we are waiting for God's guidance and God's you know, intervention and God's providential power, God is actually working things out on behalf of you and me. Do you know often behind the scenes, things that we don't even see, God is at work. God is at work. Think about that here in verse 11, the second part, it says this, you have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord, listen to this, what the Lord finally brought above, who was the one who brought all this resolution, all this double portion of blessings, it was God, right? The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. That's what it says here, verse verse 11, second part. God was working all the time, even when Job was not knowing what was happening. You know, God was working all the time. Even Job didn't understand what was happening to his life. As I was kind of reading this, and I had a chance to read the book of Job again, especially first three chapters and last three, three chapters. If you don't know how to read the book of Job, And you don't have really time. Just read those six chapters out of 40. And you will get the picture. You will get the whole point. As I was reading some portion of the book of Joel. Especially when he lost everything. Including his beloved kids. feel like, wow. That's really, really some circumstances that he couldn't be patient. I mean, I was putting myself on his shoes. You know, if God takes all my you know, possessions and finances away, I think I'll be okay because I don't really have much in my life still. If God takes my health away, well, I've been there on that. I know it'll be painful, but I should be able to be patient and faithful. But if God ever going to take my daughter, Grace, I don't think I'll be able to be patient. I don't think I'll be able to be very strong and be faithful. Right? And Joel, despite all his circumstances, even God took his old kids away. He was able to remain faithful. He was able to put his trust upon God. He was able to be patient. That is an amazing statement. I'm sure that the millions of things are spinning in his mind. He still didn't get it. There are tons of thousands of things that is unexplainable. Circumstance, oh, it's uncontrollable. It's way, 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 way out of his hands. Despite that, he still was able to be patient. You see that those circumstances, those problems, you have no control whatsoever. But what you have in terms of your control is that is in within you, your character. Despite all this uncontrollable situation, despite all this unexplainable problem that you are going through, perhaps right now, what you have in control, what you have an answer to that problem, is what was it? Is it in you, character? That you can be patient. That you can still be patient. Now, I want you to get this. A delay does not mean the denial. If you've been praying for an answer to prayer, and you haven't gotten this, and you think that God doesn't want to give it to you, no, a delay is not a denial. When it comes to God's perspective, you have to learn the difference between no and not yet. And remember this, regardless, God is at work. Even when you don't see what's happening, what is going on, God is at work. The same way God was working at Job's life as he was going through this difficult time. God is still at work in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your suffering, in the midst of your confusion because of all uncontrollable, and unexplainable problem that you have. Friends, while we are waiting, we need to be patient. Why? Because God is working. While we are waiting, God is working. You need to remember that. Your hands might be tight and the situation may be uncontrollable, but it is not uncontrollable in God's hand. Amen? Your problem may be unexplainable, but it is not unexplainable in God's viewpoint. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says this. God is at work within you. Amen. Maybe you can see it. But God is at work on behalf of you. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says this. We all know that all things God at work. God is working according to his plan. His mighty plan. In every situation in your life. God is working. So be patient. I don't know what you are going through right now. What circumstances that you have been facing. But God is telling us. I'm at work. Behind the sin, But I am in the middle of working. On behalf of you. For my glory. So be patient. Brothers and sisters. Where do you need? Have patience this morning. Do you have an uncontrollable Circumstances in your life right now? Do you have an unexplainable problems in your life right now? Remember this lesson from this book of James today about our patience. God said this to James God is in control. Amen. God is in control. It may be out of our control. But it's not out of God's control. Nothing is beyond his power and his purpose. God will reward your patience also. If not in this life. And he will definitely end the life of eternity. And the very reason that you have to be patient. Despite of what's happening in your life. Is because God is working behind the scenes for a purpose. So be patient regardless of your circumstances and be faithful for God's constant work for your life according to his mighty plan as we continue to be patient may you really be able to find God is at work and he's leading you guiding you according to fulfill his amazing and holy purpose that is in store for you and your life let's pray Our Father God, we thank you for this very practical lesson about patience. May all of our congregation, even including myself, Lord, apply the lesson that we learned today so that despite all this pandemic crisis, uncontrolled over circumstance, and unexplained problems that we are going through right now, may we find really great strength to be patient, knowing that God is in control and God is at work. God, also reverse all of our patience here and also in the kingdom of God. May we all be patient, trusting our God who is almighty, who is in charge of our life. We pray for all in our Savior Jesus Christ's name. Amen.